Hey everyone, it's Cody here. I just wanted to jump in real quick because this is our first bonus episode that we've ever done. We decided to make it a bonus episode because we didn't really talk about the movie for as long as we have in other podcasts. And even though this episode ended up being like 30 minutes long, it's mostly just Matt and I talking about things we've been liking to watch on TV and and everything. So it just didn't feel like a full episode just dedicated to a movie. So we decided, hey, this will be a bonus. Uh, So not really going to go rambling on too much here. So enjoy the episode. Here it is. Welcome to Let's Run That Back. I'm Cody. I'm Matt. Ha, that's not really it. I'm Cody and he's Matt. We got you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Let's Run That Back anyway, bro. I'm Cody. Oh, God. People are going to hear that and be like, I'm not listening to this podcast if that's the way they talk all the time. <laughs> been watching anything on like tv or anything carrie and i have gotten really into the mass singer oh right i do know that have you watched it cody i've seen like on youtube they just have compilation videos of like Mm -hmm. recapping the entire season and like showing a little bit of someone singing and then it shows some of the hints and then it shows them revealed and stuff Uh dylan is like we (laughs) we have to watch this show (laughs) well it's crazy because so Sometimes you're like, oh, this person's really good. I can't figure out who it is. Dot, dot, dot. It was Tony Hawk. Oh, okay. And then other times you're like, oh, my God. That person they, that person has to be someone who's a professional singer. I, I can't put my finger on it. It was like an America's Got Talent contestant from 10 years ago when she was eight. And, like, now and you're she's... Like, you're like, who cares? Yeah, I don't know like, who that is. Who is this? <laughs> It's Susan Boyle. <laughs> Spoilers for the Masked Singer. If we've really hit rock bottom, I can put this into the podcast. Oh. <laughs> oh, it was Barry Zito, former World Series pitcher, World what? Series winning pitcher. I would, I would literally be like that. Like that sounds like the biggest letdown of a of an answer. Just like who? <laughs> but it's good. Like like Tom Bergeron was one of them, and you were like, oh okay, Ooh, that was probably good. Um, I imagine Sarah he Palin. Yeah, and, I know Sarah uh, Palin. T Pain was on there. Brett Michaels. Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne. No, Lil Lil Wayne. Yeah, Rob Gronkowski. Oh, I don't I've know. Lost him. He's just naming people at this point. <laughs> Aunt Barbara. I've also, um, I've got like 15 minutes left of the fourth one, but I've also rewatched all the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. The fourth, I don't think I ever saw the fourth or fifth one. I forgot there was a fifth one. (laughs) (laughs) It has, uh, you know, what's it, Javier Bardem, right? Yeah. But the fifth one isn't on Disney Plus until uh, December 4th. So you'll have to rewatch all of them again once right. that comes out. Right. I mean, the first Pirates of the Caribbean, I like the second one a lot too. Probably parts of it are probably better than the first one. But that first one, I feel like, is a near perfect movie, let alone adventure movie. It's amazing. The first one's f- uh, phenomenal. I forgot how the second and third ones were like one movie. Because there's like a big like 
cliffhanger on the second one and the third one just starts right back up where the second one left off yeah but they were like filmed back to back and oh were they really like as one movie and they just split it in half kind of like oh i had um no idea about that and the lord of the rings did that didn't they yeah but i mean like i compare it to the avengers because like each movie works on its own but they're two halves of one movie no yeah i got you i started um the clone wars the 3D animated one on Disney Plus. Yeah, I think I just finished getting through the first season. I'm about to finish the first season, and it's so confusing because like how they are on the app is the order they were released in, like how they aired on TV. But I was looking it up and apparently like chronologically they're all over the place. Right. Like there's apparently like an official chronology to it that you can look up online that's like watch season two episode six and then season one episode 17 it's like yeah i'm who not has the that. time who has the time <laughs> but i'm i'm liking it because i feel like you know i feel like i'm getting to see the characters and a bunch of random planets and stuff that like i wish i could have seen in the live action ones mm-hmm. and then there's kind of some stupid like cartoonish kind of stuff that happens but i'm loving it i'm trying to think i feel like there was something else i wanted to tell you about um i watched uh car masters rust to riches on netflix do you want people to stop listening to this (laughs) podcast (laughs) i'm trying to think of something to tell you you're like i've got something for you it's called what was it called car masters it's actually it's called (laughs) car masters it's really good (laughs) what is it it's just like a garage show that like they fix up cars you really sold me on it matt now (laughs) now good what are the guys running out there what are the guys names is caveman all right all right you're getting you're speaking my language now okay (laughs) you know we've also been watching gallery which is really really good. Oh, yes. I've only seen the first episode still, but I saw now there's two more on there. Mm -hmm. I haven't watched the third one I'm really excited to dive into that. Watching that first episode of... um, So, Gallery, in case people don't know, it's um, it's a Disney Plus. It's a new show that kind of goes behind the scenes on The Mandalorian. Um, And the first episode was all about the directors. And watching that episode and seeing them all like hang out around the table and talk about how different all their styles were and everything mm-hmm. made me think like I really hope they just use those directors for the next season. Like they just seem so cool and happy and they like each other, you know. I agree, and it was very enjoyable. I I feel like Bryce Dallas Howard has never seen Star Wars before. Of course, Bryce Dallas Howard has seen Star Wars before. Rewatch that episode with the uh-huh. thought in your mind of maybe she's never seen Star Wars before. I think Bryce Dallas Howard felt a little bit out of place that she's not as known as a director and everyone else at the table is known as directors. It came off as she doesn't know what the hell anyone else is talking about when they're <laughs> referencing Star Wars. They were like, and then. And they're like, what do you like? And she's like, Jurassic Park. <laughs> and then she's like, and you know, you know, I, I was so little and I was just chilling with George Lucas with my dad and, right. and Akira Kurosawa and, you know, 
And she's like, I know movies. I, I, <laughs> I've heard of them. Right. That being said, I could have watched that. In <laughs> I could have watched that entire episode. <laughs> if Dave Filoni just never stopped talking. Oh, well, you're in for a real treat in the second episode. Because... But I like the idea that he was supposed to stop talking. <laughs> but he just wouldn't. So the second episode is Legacy. So it's essentially like, what does Star Wars mean to you? And yeah. It's, it's not just the directors. It's like other people as well. Um, but they have, you know, the end of it is the directors talking about it. And Dave Filoni is like the last 15 minutes. Just like, like without taking a breath almost. And everyone's probably sitting there enamored with what he's talking about too. Yeah. Because yeah. Dude is it's like great. insane with how like geeky he is for yeah. Star Wars. Yeah, it's nuts. Which is why the Clone Wars is is such an interesting show. It just has so much like background to it. Right. From Mr. Filoni. <laughs> so uh, this week, what was interesting about the movie choice is I had kind of vaguely heard that a movie was being made with Tom Hardy as Al Capone. And you sent it to me, and I was like, that's such a random movie to do. Like, I, I, I have not heard a lot of buzz for it at all. Right. I don't know if anyone's going to see it. Right. Um, I don't know if I personally had much interest in seeing it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, but you know what? It's, it's kind of interesting to do it as, like, I'm going to do it because I have a podcast where I talk about movies. So it's like I'm interested in seeing a movie that... I don't have much interest right. in seeing. You wouldn't otherwise be watching. Right. And so, I mean, I kind of hope some people have seen the movie so that they can, like, relate to anything we talk about or that so that they could be interested in talking about it. But pretty much, I guess, a quick background. Capone is a movie directed and written by Josh Trank, right? Right. And he did Chronicle, mm -hmm. um, the found footage movie about kids, like, getting superpowers. Which is phenomenal. He did Fantastic Four, the like most recent remake of it with Which like is Kate not Mara and phenomenal. stuff. Right? I I haven't seen Chronicle since like early college years. Chronicle, and great. I remember liking it, but I don't remember saying that was phenomenal. So I'm gonna have to go back and look at it again. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember thinking it was really good for a found footage movie, especially like I think they did really interesting things with it. Right. I did not even see Fantastic Four. You know, it I'm was, more of a it was bad. I'm more of a purist. I uh, <laughs> I only I only watch the uh, Chris Evans Jessica Alba Fantastic Four. Oh, my favorite uh, Fantastic Four was a Pixar movie. Is it called The Incredibles? It's The Incredibles. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I'm I'm obviously kidding. That being said, I was like seven when I saw Fantastic Four with Chris Evans and uh, Jessica Alba, and I thought it was the best movie I'd ever seen in my life. <laughs> So, so Josh Trank um, then moved on from Chronicle, Fantastic Four, and then went on to make this movie, Capone. Well, apparently, which is like, apparently during making the Fantastic Four, he had like a mental breakdown, mm. um, and then Fantastic Four came out, and everything was even worse yeah. because the movie uh, did not get uh, good reviews. <laughs> Um, wasn't called fantastic was less than favorable i'm sure that every review was 
they thought they were so clever, they were like not as fantastic <laughs> as you want it to be. But there were stories about how he would like just randomly not show up for work on set for like days at a time and the place where he was staying got trashed and, and, and stuff like that. And I don't know I don't know I don't know where I read it. I don't know how much of it is true. Yeah. But I guess after that came out a lot of studios didn't want to work with him and now this is the first thing he's made since then and to be honest what a strange choice because it's like it's a biography of just the last year of Al Capone's life so like and I'm gonna be the first to say it here I don't know like anything about Al Capone Mm -hmm. other than the obvious and so it's strange to me that not knowing anything about Al Capone, someone would say, okay, I've come off of this disaster of a movie. No one wants to work with me. I know. I'll make a movie about the least interesting part of Al Capone's life. <laughs> or maybe uh, the most interesting. You know, I guess not we'll get into that. Interesting. Not the most okay, interesting. I guess we'll get into that. It was starring uh, Tom Hardy, uh, Linda Cardellini, right? That's mm-hmm. how you say it. Mm-hmm. Um, Matt Dillon and, you know an ensemble of other actors and the way that on letterbox so that the like you know summary of the movie is the 47 year old al capone after 10 years in prison starts suffering from dementia and comes to be haunted by his violent past i'm gonna say i guess to let the cat out of the bag and we're gonna start with spoilers and everything should have been the invisible movie kind of that that summary I just read honestly sounds kind of interesting, but it wasn't as interesting as that summary. There was the. <laughs> are you still laughing at the invisible movie? What? No, I'm laughing at like that's not the movie that we got. The right the, what you read. Well, and a lot of the movie also had to do with like his family going broke, um, and how. Capone had allegedly hidden like what was it ten million million dollars somewhere and like his family and the government and everyone wanted it but what a strange movie like in so many ways you know it's strange like we just said coming off the other movies he's come off coming off like kind of failure and going into this now that you said if it is true that he had like issues um like, with, like, some mental breaks and stuff, whatever, like, that sounds pretty dramatic, but whatever it was, I could see maybe wanting to make kind of an introspective movie about the mind, in a way. Right. Um, So, I could see, like, why someone would go to make this movie, and I there was actually some interesting things that happened in it, but right. it was mostly, I mean, kind of boring. What did you think? It was very slow paced, mm-hmm. which I'm okay with. Like, I can enjoy a slow paced movie if it builds to something. Yeah, for but sure. But it was a slow paced movie that didn't really build to anything. Right. When he kind of went in and out of reality, mm-hmm. I feel like it should have been more clear that that was what was happening. Right. I mean, even looking back after you're like, oh, okay, he's, you know. He's seeing things he a, or he's, he he's stroke, having an episode. He was like, whatever, yeah. Looking back, you're like, all right, well, when did that start? What yeah. was, was that? And then the third thing was, well, 
not just the third. Tom Hardy, I think, is the best actor that there is right now. Can I can I say something about that? Yeah, sure. Tom Hardy, I'm now 100% convinced, only picks his roles based off how much of the script he can just grunt out. <laughs> like, he looks at the script and he goes, hmm, this character only has one word answers to everything. <laughs> Call my agent. I'm doing this movie. And actually, but it's I, such a great performance. I'm going to I'm going to be honest. I wrote down that I don't know if he was ve- like if it was that good of a performance oh, it was to so me. Oh, so good. I thought he was I really thought, good. I thought Linda Cardellini was really good. She and was great. Those are the only good things about this movie. I thought Matt Dillon was fine, but like why was he there? Who was he? He was obviously someone that was part of the gang. Was he obviously? Well, in that one scene where they talked about how Al Capone killed him or something. Did Al Capone kill him? I don't know, man. None of it was... I think a part of the movie was that you don't know what's real and you don't know what is. Is he the guy that the goon stabbed? Yes. That's, That's what I think they were trying to express. But then he was... Was that part of the stroke? I think he was having a flashback while he was having the stroke. After he called and invited Matt Dillon's character to come go fishing with him. I, I don't think anyone like invited Matt Dillon's character. Matt Dillon's character didn't exist. Like, well, like, he then was wh- dead. Who'd he go fishing with? I don't know if he even went fishing. He could have been sitting in his chair that whole time. Just dressed up as a woman. Exactly. <laughs> I'm telling you, okay... Going back to Tom Hardy's performance real quick, there were parts of it that I really liked. Mm-hmm. And I felt like he really is able to do a lot without talking. Like he right. that's that's what Tom Hardy's so good at. Right. And he's able to do a lot with like just his eyes and nothing else, which is shown how in every Nolan movie he ends up with something covering his face. Right. Um but I just felt like so much of the movie I felt like I was kind of just watching Tom Hardy in makeup um, instead of seeing like a character and I don't know if that's really Tom Hardy's fault necessarily it might be more of the writing that he didn't have much to show himself as a character he was only reacting to everything instead of like having anything that gave me insight on like what he's thinking because the whole movie he didn't even know what he was thinking right right so it like I think I see the choice that they made, but I just don't think the choice worked, and it like hurt the performance and the the movie. And then at the end of it all, there's not even any money, or maybe there is, and we just don't know where it's at. Right, we don't know. Which I'm fine with having an ending where like nothing is really solved, but it's like you said, like I wish that some sort of pieces of the puzzle came together, and, and none we of just them didn't did. get some of this. Just none literally nothing did. came together. He's got a, a a random son from an affair that he had, who's trying to get into contact with him, right? And he finally gets into contact with uh, Capone's wife, and comes to the house and sits next to his dad, and that's it. If that even happened (laughs) there's no way you make a good point because a lot of other movies they like you know they use 
the filmmaking process to be able to show you what's real and what's not subtly. Like maybe right. every time he goes into a dream, the colors change to like a blue tone. And when he's in reality, it's more of a warm tone, that kind of thing, you right. know? And they didn't do that at all in this movie. Everything looked the same. And, you know, that's what I was just saying. Like, that was probably the choice. They wanted you to not know. But that not knowing just left you more confused than interested. Right. I I, I will say, like, some of the dream dreamy kind of sequences were cool. Like, I liked the um, flashback he had where he was at that big party and he, like, mm-hmm. went up on the stage and... Then he looked in the mirror and, like, I guess saw his younger self, maybe. Right, right. And that that image of that younger self was really intimidating. Yeah. And made me think, like, I want to see that movie. Yeah. Like, Tom Hardy looks scary as hell in that yeah. image. Well, that's the, like, so apparently there was this movie Cicero being, mm-hmm. in, that was in development. And Tom Hardy was going to play Al Capone in Cicero. And it was mm. Al Capone at the height of his power kind of thing. Right. And that all fell apart. And then this happened. He was like, I already did all the research. I might as well play Al Capone <laughs> in something. So I hope we get like a Cicero version um, of it. But Right. I don't Where know. Where something I... happens. Right. I have another thing. I... Something that bothered me was I couldn't tell a lot of the movie if things were supposed to be funny or not, you know? Like, the tone of the movie was all over the place and, like, mixed in times, and I couldn't tell what I was supposed to be feeling as the viewer. A couple examples I have are when... the FBI agent goes and like interviews Capone to like Mm -hmm. find out things and he ends up pooping his pants at the interview right like I couldn't tell if that was supposed to be like kind of funny like uh, the FBI got nothing and it's super weird and embarrassing or if it was supposed to be like sad that this like kind of almost like um, terrifying icon is just this sad man Mm -hmm. um Like, I couldn't tell what I was supposed to get from it. Right. And also the scene where, you know, that ended up not being real, where he had the Tommy gun and he was, like, shooting everyone. And Mm -hmm. he's, like, waddling up the driveway with his diaper, like, in full view, like, with the Tommy gun. Like, that image felt like it was supposed to be funny to me, almost. But nothing else in the scene was funny. Right. And and I feel like, uh, you know, going along with, the idea that like they kept making choices that just didn't work for me. I don't mm. know if that was a choice or if it wasn't supposed to be funny and then that <laughs> might even be worse. Right, right. I don't know. I, I just kind of went back to I, I really like Chronicle and I wanted to like Fantastic Four because oh Josh Trank did Chronicle and you know right. that was great. And then this one was, you know what? I love Tom Hardy. I like, you know, crime movies and gangster movies and I like the that Al Capone type era and you know Josh Trank made Chronicle you know maybe Fantastic Four was a fluke and uh I think Chronicle was a fluke (laughs) yeah it makes me think if he does get another movie which I guess if he got one after Fantastic Four and it was this script that was greenlit it's very possible he'll make another movie. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know how, you know, interested I am in seeing it. Yeah. 
this one felt like it got greenlit uh, off of um, Tom Hardy is Al Capone, and they were like, done. Yeah, yeah, no, that makes sense. I did, <laughs> I did have one thought, which was uh, when he was Tom Hardy was in that vision where he was like at the party and the singer was calling him up on stage, like, come on, come on, Louis Armstrong. And, <laughs> yeah, that singer. He uh, he called um, he called Tom Hardy up, or you know Al Capone, and he's like kind of waddling his way up, and he's going, nah, nah, nah. and I was thinking, mm-hmm. Tom Hardy would be a great penguin in in a Batman movie. <laughs> Someone should put him in a Batman movie. Yeah, and he should play a villain. Oh, I see where you're going. No, I'm just kidding, but. Um, but he, he, and then it made me think, well, it's because the penguin is kind of modeled after this kind of a, like, gangster right. time period, but, like, he sounded like he was quacking, like, he did. like a bird. He did. Did you have anything else about the movie? Because I, I, I've been talking a lot and you haven't really said much. No, no I got you. I, I, I honestly didn't, I, I didn't enjoy it. If you, if you're really into, you know, Great acting performances might be worth watching it just for Tom Hardy and Linda Cardellini alone. Um, mm-hmm. But other than that, uh, th- there wasn't really much to enjoy, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. And it did make me realize when I watched it that it's kind of hard for me to like hate a movie just because I love just the act of watching a movie. Mm-hmm. I like, I wrote it down. Like, I like just watching and seeing oh, what are the choices that everyone involved are going to make? Like, how is Tom Hardy going to, uh, like, react to that thing? Like, why is he going to choose to do it that way instead of another way? And, mm-hmm. um, you know, how's the director, like, blocking this scene? Like, and why they do it that way and stuff? And so it's like, I still like watching it just to see what happens in a movie. But uh, as I said earlier, <laughs> just nothing really interesting happened in this movie for me to take away and be like, oh, yeah, it wasn't that great, but, like, this moment was like really cool and like right. I, I wish they could do that there just wasn't anything like that right and i was gonna say you know I, I had a big surprise for you i was gonna say that i actually got tom hardy to come into the into the studio into oh. this closet with oh me oh my goodness and i didn't know if you had any questions for tom hardy yeah um what gives you the right Tom Hardy, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, that was the whole joke, pretty much. That's all. That's all it is. Which I know that, like, going on with Tom Hardy and a little bit of just thinking, you know, we like that movie Lawless, and one of the things that we praised Tom Hardy for in that movie is his ability to answer questions without saying any words at all. Yeah, it's like I think I think Shia LaBeouf says like, "Hey, can they stay here?" And he's just like, Ugh. and he just walks away, and it's like. It's like, did it say in the script? Yes, but he decided to just go. <laughs> but then someone took that and made a whole movie out of it. Yep. All right. So, um, you know, this might end up just being like kind of a bonus episode um, this week because it's a little shorter than normal. And to be honest, I don't know how many people saw Capone in the first place. <laughs> right. Um, but I still uh, I'm still glad we did it just as getting you know outside of a comfort zone in a way like going for something that i wouldn't necessarily be interested in Uh turns out i'm a good judge of character and there was a reason i wasn't interested in this one but uh (laughs) i'm just kidding 
I, I could see, by the way, I feel like it's getting even worse reviews than I would even give it. And I think it's because people are just going into it thinking it's going to be a big action like right. crime movie, and it's right. not. So maybe it's got worse reviews than it deserves. I don't know what it deserves, but actually, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good uh, segue. What would you rate this out of five? Um, one and a half. That is exactly what I was going to say. One and a half. <laughs> For Tom Hardy's performance, that you get half a star. Linda Cardellini's, you get half a star. And you get half a star for for trying something. <laughs> right. So I would not recommend this movie. I even actually, mom said that she was going to watch it so that she could listen to the podcast. And I called her. I was like, I don't know if you're going to want to watch this <laughs> one. But, you know, she. you can make the decision for yourself. I wouldn't recommend it, but... Who cares what we think? Who cares what we think? I need to start saying that. I didn't introduce our fucking podcast again. <laughs> I keep forgetting to say it. So yeah, I guess I guess there's no intro at the beginning, but um what I would say now is that was Capone. You've been listening to Let's Run That Back. I'm Cody. I'm Matt. We're two brothers who talk about movies as if our opinions matter. And you have a good one.